It's so easy to just think, hey, they're not into me or they don't like me or they don't want to work on things. Just give people a moment, you know. Sometimes it's hard for people to communicate the way that you need to communicate, you know, and that takes time. Hi, guys. Uh, welcome back to another episode of Men Know Something. Um, this episode is going to be called How to Work Towards what I think is a healthy relationship. Now, the first thing that people are going to think is, you know, what the fuck does this guy know? And to be honest, not a lot by a mile. But I have been in a fair few long-term relationships. So I think it's given me a bit of an understanding of, you know, I guess what I'm looking for, where the red flags are for me, and how I know that I'm actively working in something. Um... I've spent a lot of time trying to figure that out. And so I thought if I could even give a few words of wisdom to help anyone else, I'd really love that. Because uh, I think that I would have really appreciated some of this advice when I was younger or when I was heading into dating and stuff like that. So I hope you guys appreciate it or I hope you guys like it. Um, the first thing is taking your taking your time to be on your own figure out why you choose the people that you chose. Um, I did that when I broke up, uh, you know, my, my previous relationships. I wanted to understand, like, why did those end? And it really helped because it brought about a lot of the damage that I wasn't really working through and a lot of the things that I just missed because I kept jumping into relationship after relationship and not really understanding, like, what was actually going on. So I think that is perfect I think that is firstly, you know, the number one thing is take your time, understand why you are dating the people you are dating, what about them seems to gravitate towards you. Because um, I think at a certain point I was bringing in almost a, a certain type, maybe that was to do with my shit, maybe it's to do with their shit, maybe it's to do with us both just, you know, magnetizing off each other's trauma. Um, now, when I say heading towards a healthy relationship, that doesn't mean perfect, not looking for perfect, but better for sure. Um, and with that being said, let's get into it. So these are going to be five. These are going to be five things to work towards in a healthy relationship. Communication. I think the word communication is thrown around so much nowadays to the point that you could probably start to drown out that word when anyone seems to say it. When I think of the word communication, I think about active listening. Now, active listening, for me, I've got ADHD. So what it means is that I can't focus on multiple things at once. And I find that when people are talking to me, I have to actively not look at something else, not look at my phone, not have my screen there to look at, so I can actively give them the eye contact and the communication that they're asked um, and that they're after without interrupting. I know for me, it's really easy when someone is communicating, I might think of the sentence that they're going to say and so I might almost jump to the end because I know the answer or I know the way to fix it but active listening isn't trying to get in there with a solution active listening is sometimes letting that person get off their chest what they need to say I always think of it like you know shaking a bottle and instead of letting all the air and all the fizz come out your interruption almost puts a thumb in that bottle and blocks it all happening so that's what i would think is as active listening um it's okay for you both to not move at the same pace as well 
Um, it doesn't mean one person is lacking. It doesn't mean one person is better. It just means the other person might need a bit of time to process. So I have also understood that people have different forms of communication. And it's so easy if someone's not on your wavelength or your initial or the way you deal with things, it's so easy to just think, hey, they're not into me or they don't like me or they don't want to work on things. Just give people a moment, you know. Sometimes it's hard for people to communicate the way that you need to communicate, you know. And that takes time. Um, trust is number two. Um, to say something that is potentially difficult or confronting may be really hard and vulnerable. This brings me to the, the point of aiming the blame. It can be so easy to get defensive when someone said something to you that you might not want to hear. And it can be so hard to take it objectively. So I think being able to, for a moment, open yourself up, open your mind, open your heart, and just accept what they're going to say. Not maybe accept, but just listen, you know. You would hope the person you're with, you trust them enough that they're not coming at you with malice intent. They're coming to you because they want to open up and share something with you that may be really hard for them to say. Um, and they want to know that it's a safe space to share that with you as well. And I can't say that enough is that if someone is willing to open up and share something that is difficult about something you might be doing to snap at them, create an environment where they don't feel safe to now be honest with you. So making, making it okay that they can say these things. They can say, hey, I really don't like when you do this kind of thing. And knowing that you won't just snap at them, but just maybe listen and, and understand can be huge. Really huge. Um, don't use something someone has said to you in one of those conversations in a way to win an argument. E.g., you get anxious. It's probably another one of those times. Um, knowing... Doing stuff like that can really break trust. And I think, again, it can stop people opening up to you. Number three is respect. Um, <clears throat> that took me a while, I think, to really get my head around that. And respect for me is being able to be myself on a daily basis. If you respected a building, you wouldn't graf graffiti it. The same way if you respected a person you wouldn't try and completely change them. Being able to be myself on a daily basis or be yourself can, I think, be one of the most empowering feelings because it allows you to know that you're okay and that you're enough and that the idiosyncrasies um, are fine and it's who you are. So I think that respect can be massive. Allow that person to be them. You knew that was them going into dating um so they may have these quirks and these these things about them but i think true respect is coming from from let them be them intrinsically who they are um don't fall for someone's potential um because then you're just betting a wager on who they might be not on who they are and if you do that that's really your fault you're the one that has decided to do that and you can't really blame them Number four is quality time. After enough time, it can be so easy to just spend endless hours watching TV together. Now, there's nothing wrong with binging Breaking Bad. And by no way am I saying, hey, you know, no TV. Make sure you go on fucking 20 mile hikes every single day. But I found that it really helps when I just get rid of the TV for a period of time or I get rid of my phone for a period of time. 
because it forces you into conversation you know it's so easy to shut off and drone out and you know i've i found it really helpful so by no means am i saying you need to go to the extreme but something as simple as dedicating time to take away the phone or to take away the tv can be massive to really help you be present in the situation and really boost that quality time um number five is dealing with conflict um it's not always easy dealing with conflict in my past relationships my first reaction would have been to probably get defensive um fucking maybe even gaslight um and just try and avoid the bigger conversations that needed to be had it was a lot of me versus them where now it's a lot of me and you versus the situation that we're talking about and i think look and it's it's really fucking hard you know to not have your ego on the table. But I think the more you can do that and realize it's you and them versus the topic, the better you'll feel at dealing with conflict. Um, you know, are you trying to break something? Are you trying to build something? Are you being constructive or is there malice intent? So yeah, dealing with conflict can be huge. And again, it kind of links to that point of if someone make it feel like a safe space that that person can say the things that you might necessarily not want to hear. And then you just have a really honest, open relationship. Um, encouraging growth. Um, what are you working towards? You know, Understanding what each of your goals are doesn't mean you need to set up a multi-billion pound SaaS company, um, but it can be as simple as like, are you working towards holidays, dates, goals in work, prof- you know, personal growth, professional growth, a new PB in the gym, do you want to hit gym four times this week? Like all these little things, sharing them with your partner gives them an insight into you when you're not there and allows them to support you and cheerlead you from the sidelines, which I think is amazing. You know, it's really cool to have that fan there for you to be your number one support. I think it's awesome. So, you know, Share your growth, share your plans, share what you want to do, no matter how small you think it is. Let that person be a part of that journey. Number seven is dealing, uh, sorry, number seven, know their love language. It's so easy to love the, it's so easy to love the way that is easy for you versus loving the way that they need to be loved. This takes a lot more time um, and considering and it's maybe something that you're not used to. So if you really like, if your love language is words of affirmation, but their love language is acts of service, and you only love them with words of affirmation, you're not loving them the way that they need to be loved. You're just loving them in the way that is easiest for you. So if you do see it like that, that is maybe not the biggest like form of love for them. Because if you did, it would take the time. And trust me, I know. Like, it's fucking hard for me to speak other people's love languages. It was for a very long period of time, which I was told multiple times. So it really took the time and effort to flex that muscle over and over again, just like you're in the gym and just keep doing it. And eventually it does get easier. Um, But I think knowing someone's love language and actually taking the time and putting yourself in a situation that you aren't comfortable over a period really does change. And I know for me personally, I've done it for so long that I do find it easier now to do those things because I know I speak their love language. In turn, they will speak my love language. And I think if you can both see that investment, it really helps. Those are the seven ways I think you can work towards a healthier relationship 
it's coming from really my own experience where i've gone wrong where i've seen the downfalls where i've blown everything up to shit and now i'm in a place where i really it's i can see the work every day you know it's not just like a a, a piece of cake it does it, it's work but i think that's the price tag associated with it just like being in a job that you really want to be in and you're working towards a promotion the hard work is the price tag associated with it and if it wasn't it wouldn't be valuable to anyone so yeah hopefully that helps and uh